I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to be real with you. If I don't pick it up, we can't take it yet. I can go without you. No. But I uh, You're going to sip it? No, I'm not going to sip it. I'm just going to shoot it. Okay, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> right, ready? Shot yeah, one. I cut shitty limes. These are old. <gasps> okay, here we go. Shot. Shot two. Ooh. Lime is magical for me. I mean, it is, but it also like makes my whole face cringe. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. Shot three. I wasn't ready. Wow, that is really good. Mm -hmm. So good. I don't know how to open. <laughs> You're sitting here laughing at me. Because I'm waiting for you to fuck up so I can make fun of you. <laughs> You did that to me last one. That's true. But it was too easy because you were like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. Okay. Okay. What is up my ladies and my gentleman? How are you this evening or morning or really whatever time? Honestly, I got like six words in and you were like, oh my God, you're so fucking boring. <laughs> How do you feel about me calling our listeners bitches? I don't feel that, like, no. That's my thing. I don't think so. What's up, bitches? How do you feel about party people? How do I feel about party people? That wasn't a question of like, that. how do you feel about me calling our listeners party people? I hate it. You hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest with you. What if I, can't, what if, I can't be anything else we, at this point. We have to, we have to have a name. What if we call no, them, we, what if we call them shooters? What if we called them cool cats and kittens? Oh, <laughs> what if we called them shooters? Three shots in, our fans are called shooters. No, no, Vito. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I feel like this is the worst part and it really shouldn't be. It should be so simple and easy. To just jump in. To just jump in. Yeah. We can never do it. <laughs> That's not true. We've done it before. We did it the first episode because it happened to be the episode you didn't expect we'd actually use. <laughs> That's why. Maybe. What's up? <laughs> All of my listeners. Okay. I don't, I don't know what to do. You don't have to do anything. I feel like we should be consistent though in our opening. Consistent consistency helps. It does. That's why I wanted to talk to you about an, an intro song. This season, there's- Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Probably not. Should we produce our own song? Definitely no. 100% no. Don't do that. No. I'm thinking. Nah. I'm thinking about it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -mm. Let let the people who actually know something about music do that. Uh, it's a work in progress. Okay. I like it. I'll accept that. <sighs> can you just be natural? Do I have to do it? I no, don't mind. I can do it. <laughs> no, I was honestly going to start and then I heard my own breath and I was like, I don't want that in the episode. <laughs> Too late. No, it's gone. No, it's not. Hey, fucker. No, it's gone. <laughs> You're just going to add in like every time I go to speak. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. That'd be so much work. <laughs> it's really not that much work. Yeah. It's really not that okay, much Okay, well, work. don't do it. Okay. Don't look at me. I'm literally looking at the ceiling. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Three Shots In. I am Jacob. I'm Jess over here sitting in this chair. Yeah. Sitting in that chair. Here I am. And like I said, this is three shots in. Uh, tonight, we are taking shots 
uh, or have taken shots of tequila. It's the easiest thing. Once to again, take. yeah, it's kind of our favorite. Maybe it'll just be our thing from now on. Uh, we are sipping on some gin and soda. Mm-hmm. Some ice. Some there's a yes. little lime wedge in there. Drinking that gin and juice. And tonight's theme. The theme for this episode is robots. Robots. So robots, why did we decide on robots? What was the thought process Literally, there? it was a random, out of nowhere, I looked at you and I said, hey, Jake, next episode, <laughs> robots? And you said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. It did, honestly. Like, most of the time, we we spitball ideas back and forth, and it's just kind of like, nah, no. Like, oh, it's going to be repetitive or like, I just don't think there's enough content there Mm -hmm. or whatever. But no, this was the easiest one, I think. It was just, hey, how do you feel about robots? Yeah, okay. And then that was it. Yep. And hey, this is the very first show that I did research, not immediately before the episode. I I honestly think that's going to help a lot. We'll find out. We will. We'll find out. Let us know. Send us an email at three shots podcast at gmail.com. T-H-R-E-E shots podcast at gmail.com. Uh, what do you think? You thinking wheel? Of course. Start with the wheel. Yep. What else? All right. <laughs> well, what did it land on? Well, it looks like it landed on irrational fear. Ooh, fun. Okay. Irrational fear. Do you need, do you need a moment? I kind of, so the fifth episode just came out. Yeah. We are recording on the same Friday. The fifth episode came out. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I reviewed it and I actually, I kind of jumped ahead of you in most of the games in that one. I don't remember what happened at the sixth one. <laughs> All I know is anytime you spun the wheel in the fifth one, I jumped ahead oh, of you. Oh, you're saying cause you went first yeah. and then I went after. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I usually like take a moment to think. Okay. And I can usually use that moment of thinking while you're saying yours. I have one. If you want, if to you go. have it, go. That's what I'm saying. It's the wheel is spun. Yeah. Whoever can think of something first just goes. Okay, I got it. The other person can just mm-hmm. use that time to yep. to think of their own thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, go for it. Shoot. So I have an irrational fear of falling. Falling? In all instances. I don't mean like from high high places. I mean like me and Terry will be we'll be snuggling. We'll be on the couch, you know? Okay. And we'll get we'll start wrestling. We'll be playful. And he'll dangle me over the edge of the couch, which is like two feet over the floor. And I will legitimately be freaked out. It's that feeling. It's that feeling of knowing like I'm about to drop and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna thump when I hit the ground. It freaks me out. That's an irrational fear I have. Interesting. That's weird. I know. Like I Terry Terry, in the beginning of our relationship, really liked to hold me close, but then dip me as though we were like dancing. You know what I mean? So it was romantic and stuff, but I hated it because (laughs) I was like, I'm dangling like three feet off the ground. (laughs) Oh no, my life. Seriously, it freaks me out. I hate it. And so, yeah, he stopped that. He stopped that pretty quick because I don't don't like it. If if I do recall correctly, and I have not been to an amusement park with you since we were, since I was probably like nine or 10. Okay. But. Oh, that's true. I thought you loved roller coasters. I love them. It's, It's literally nothing but falling the entire time. No. I'm in a seat the whole time. I'm not midair. But we did, you did the, falling. you did the giant drop yep. at the Six Flags in Wisconsin. Which is the giant drop? Um, It's, I mean, it's, it's exactly what it sounds. You just go straight up and drop right down. It's, it's, it's attached to Superman 
In the, the Six Flags in California, it's called Lex Luthor's Drop of Doom. But at the one in Wisconsin... Oh, Supreme Scream. It's not Supreme Scream. That's no, no, no. At, it's uh, similar. That's the, it's the same thing. Mechanics. But that's yeah. at, uh, what, Knott's Berry Farm? I think so. Yeah. Except that one went out of the way to put like plastic shields in front of you so that if in you case threw you up, vomit. <laughs> yeah. it, it just went straight down and not over people in the, uh-huh. in the amusement park. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought you loved those. I do. That's literally falling. No, I'm in a seat the whole time. It doesn't make any sense. It, I didn't say it. it this is it, oh, this is irrational. Oh, this fears. is irrational fear. <laughs> <laughs> this is not rational fears. Well, I take. I'm it not back. talking about venomous snakes. I take okay? everything back. I'm talking about dangling, knowing <laughs> I'm going to fall any distance at all. Okay. Okay. With no no support whatsoever. I mean, that's fair, but I don't know. Hanging off the couch? Yes. When you say two feet, you're being very generous. That's maybe a foot and a half off the floor. I'm, I'm telling you that's all it takes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It wouldn't even hurt. I know. I've fallen. Terry has. <laughs> I have fallen before. <laughs> Terry has. He, he really tries not to let me drop because he like. Yeah, but I he's, don't know, he's weak. He sees it, sees it as some kind of like betrayal <laughs> knowing <laughs> how I feel about it but he has dropped me on accident because we'll be he'll be laughing cracking up because I'm literally like ah! like <laughs> freaking out like no get me back up and I'll freak out and he'll drop me anyway and I'll fall and it won't hurt or anything but it's it doesn't stop being scary until I'm on the ground <laughs> <laughs> weird yep that's my irrational fear okay it's not of heights no It's just Just of of the feeling of falling, free falling any distance. It doesn't matter if it's inches like uh, like an inception fall. Yes, I will give you that, though, that feeling when you're sitting in a chair and it goes to give and you get that like, (laughs) like you like like you have your forward. Oh, yeah. You've got your legs propped up a little too high and you start feeling yourself like falling backwards. It's that feeling. It's the same one. Um, I feel it too. Also, I'll have uh, nightmares. Okay. Not not often. It's like maybe once every. It depends. It could be six months to like two three years. Mm-hmm. I'll have one of those dreams where I'm on a bike that doesn't have brakes and I'm going downhill. Uh huh. And I have to stop. <laughs> the only way I can stop is by falling off the bike sideways. <laughs> and so I'll be like, oh no. <laughs> and I'll throw myself off to the side. And it's that feeling of like, ah, on the way down to the ground that will wake me up like, <sighs> <laughs> and I'll look around. I, I've told Terry too. I'm like, oh my God, I just had a dream. I was riding a bike down bleachers. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just had the worst nightmare. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, your nightmares are apparently insanely mild. <laughs> No, (laughs) they're not. But that's like one of the things that are at the top of the list. Okay. (laughs) I've explained to you some of my nightmares before. They can be like really vivid and really dark. They're very oddly like detailed. Weird, detailed, specific, vivid. Doesn't make any sense. But included among them is riding a bike down a A steep hill or or bleachers. Yeah. Or bleachers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so while you were speaking, I did find my 
irrational fear. Okay. So I I own, I don't know, maybe maybe like 10 pairs of shoes. Okay. Okay. And so I don't wear the same pair every single day, mm-hmm. right? And every time I go to put, every time, like every morning, right, I'm getting ready for work, I'll grab shoes and I- Do you wonder if a spider made a web in your shoe overnight? I shake them and <laughs> slap, the, slap the shoe to make sure that there are no <laughs> bugs or critters hiding inside of my shoe. Have you ever found one? No. That really is irrational then. It doesn't make any sense. I think I've heard a story once, you know, I like, I think the one that got me the most, but I was already doing it before then. Mm -hmm. Like I've been doing this, like checking my shoes before I put them on since I, I don't even know. I was a child. Yeah. Right. But I remember it just, it just like confirmed my, my fears was, (laughs) uh, Ricky Garza had said that he once had a scorpion in his shoe. And I was like, see, that wouldn't have happened to me. <laughs> that scorpion wouldn't have gotten me. I'd have been perfectly fine. I would have found that scorpion immediately. <laughs> but you've never found anything. Never. Not a single thing. Not a web, not a bug of any sort. Nothing. Okay. But I always always check my shoes. I understand. That's kind of why I'm as mortified as I am that Terry tells me that like so like it already hit pretty hard that I'm a terrible snorer. <laughs> I snore. Yeah. And it's like, it is as though he's sleeping next to like an industrial grade lawnmower. It's bad. Yeah. Like a bear sleeping right next to one. It's rough. I don't like to hear it. I really (laughs) wish I wasn't one of those. So I fixed that. You know, I got me some extra strength breathe right strips and Mm -hmm. and we're good. See, I used to snore a lot. I know. Now it's very mild, if at all. We hear you sometimes. I mean, yeah, if I'm if I'm you'll hear it tonight. If I'm drunk, I'm snoring like that's (laughs) that's just a fact. I won't because I'm also drunk. No, when I oh, that's true. But when I'm drunk, like it just happens. Like, and I don't, I don't mean just like buzzed. Like if I, if I get fucked up. Yeah. Forget and, it. And a story. You're done. It's going to be a loud ass night for whoever the fuck can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just a fact. But no, no, no. Honestly, I snored every single night, no matter what loud as shit. And I honestly think it's just because I was fat at the time. <laughs> uh, I, I got an app that literally like records snoring at night. Right. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, dear God, like this is horrible. Right. And, you know, then after losing weight, I recorded later ones. And it's like very mild. Like the peaks are like nowhere near like the valleys of my fat snoring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's way better now. Um, but you mentioned the breathe right strips, yeah. right? That go on your nose. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is about the glue that, okay. that sticks the little Band-Aid to your nose, but when I go to take them off, it rips the skin off <gasps> of my nose. Oh no. And leaves this like nasty patch of like, like raw dry skin. raw skin for days. Ah, yep. It doesn't do that for me. Well, I don't know. You're talking about like the the glue or whatever it is. Yeah, that's whatever, on the inside, whatever the sticky can, stuff. Yeah. See, I use the extra strength shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fuck with my skin. But anyway, what I was gonna say is that because I snore that loud, the breathe right strip might help the snoring itself. It does nothing for my mouth being wide open throughout the night Mm -hmm. because it is. The reason I brought that up, we're talking about irrational fears. The reason I brought up snoring is that my mouth hangs wide open all night, every night, despite the breathe right strips. And uh, I have heard that rumor that like at least annually, the average person swallows like eight spiders. And uh, if that's true for the average person, I'm swallowing (laughs) like at least 16. Have you ever had it before where like 
you went to sip like your coffee that you just poured yourself. So there's no reason you'd have to like be suspicious of it, <laughs> but there's a fucking fly. Oh yeah. And then it touches your, just like barely grazes your lips and you're like, <laughs> dude, not 24 hours ago. I was outside with Terry. We were fixing my car. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, you know, I just, you know, I'm just sitting there hanging out, breathing like, you know, you do like a normal and, person. And out of nowhere, I'm like, <laughs> and I like swallowed a bug. And I started like, <laughs> I started coughing and like choking. And I was like, <laughs> and I like tried to get rid of it. And yeah. it just stayed in the back of my throat Ew. for like two whole minutes. Well, uh, it sounds like we're done with our wheel. Uh, we, I think we've been done, honestly. We've just been <laughs> kind of ranting. Uh, I believe you have the floor. I'm going first this time. Yeah. Robots, y'all. We're talking about robots. 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 We are talking about robots. So when I thought about robots, yeah, the very first thing that popped into my head was artificial intelligence. Right. I mean, that's that's what a robot is. Sure. That seemed like something that wouldn't be a super broad topic to me. Artificial intelligence, AI. Yeah. Nowadays it is. There's I was like, a, that's, a pretty, a, that's a pretty yeah. big spectrum. There. I did. Well, it did not occur to me. I looked into that and I was like, oh shit, like there's a lot going on there. So I had to specify, I had to find something much more specific. And I found facial recognition. Mm-hmm. And by found it, I mean, it occurred to me that that's something that really weirds me out. I mean, it's on my phone. Facial recognition? Yep. Look, watch. Your phone recognizes your face? Watch. Look at my phone. I see it. Does anything pop up? Does it unlock? Can you I, read my messages? I can't read them, but I know you have notifications. Okay, watch. Okay. It unlocked. Nope. It, it's literally, it's literally facial recognition. Watch, watch. Hold on. I, I couldn't uh, though. Pause, audience. I'm glad you brought that up. So anyway, uh, as far as I knew, facial recognition wasn't a thing. If like, if you'd asked me, when did that really get started? Like, when did that really become a thing that like people knew about? I would have said like within the past few years. Uh, I, I didn't think it was that long ago that people were like, you know, oh, is it an option on their like the security on their iPhone to unlock my phone? Do I just have to like flash my face in front of it? Or you, have, what? you have to think about it this way. Technology that you see in movies is really not far behind real technology, even mm -hmm. like futuristic stuff. Right. So when like an 80s movie, when a, a Bond villain has a retinal scan, like their retinal scans probably existed at that time. They just weren't public knowledge, you know? Right. Same with like or, facial or scans. And, they were theorized. Yeah. Because people were like, no, there's no way that technology isn't far behind. And in reality, it was in development. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's that's what I mean. Like that's that's kind of what was going on. So like as early as like the 1960s. Facial, oh shit. Facial recognition. Okay, that's way earlier than I thought. Same. I would have I would have said earliest like late 80s. I thought the exact same thing. In the 1960s, facial recognition actually started with a person named Woodrow Wilson Bedreau. Like the Woodrow I'm sorry, Wilson? Woodrow Wilson Bledsoe. Sorry, my oh, okay. my microphone's blocking some Letters in so my. So he was he was named after Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson Bledsoe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's not the. I was like. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the same thing, wrong. and I was like, that sounds wrong. And yeah. I looked it up, and he's actually this one who was named after Woodrow Wilson is actually a renowned American mathematician. Okay. And a computer scientist, and he ended up being one of the founders of artificial intelligence. So, being as smart as he was. He developed a system in order to manually, this didn't involve computers at first, it was just people, uh, manually coordinate facial features on a grid using something called a RAND tablet. And by RAND, I mean, it's an acronym, R-A-N-D. 
D tablet mm-hmm. and a stylus that emitted magnetic pulses. I didn't even investigate that. I was like, yeah, I was like, even, that sounds too. Co- I'm I'm not following. Neither am I. I'm like, even if that was explained to me, I don't think I'd understand. So there's a R A N D tablet and a stylus that emits magnetic pulses, and somehow from that he was able to coordinate facial features in some way. I, I don't know. That's how it began. Doesn't make sense to me, but it made sense to this mathematician. Either way, this was its beginning stages. Facial recognition was still really limited, but this mm-hmm. was like a huge first step. That brings us into something called biometrics. Mm-hmm. Now biometrics, um, you seem as though you are familiar with it. Familiar enough to know the word. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so biometrics is actually the technical term for the measurement of like physical characteristics. Okay. And that can be retinal scans, like you just talked about. Uh-huh. It can be finger prints, which doesn't also doesn't have to be electronic. It can be palm prints. It can be DNA. Okay. Just to verify an individual's identity. That's biometrics. So if you mix technology into that, what you get is what you have in the modern day. So today we have things that are called biometric software applications, which is the same shit. It's just done by computers now. It's my phone recognizing my face. Exactly. Yeah. Now, specifically when it comes to facial recognition, what you just did when you held up your phone to your face, held it up to mine, didn't unlock. You held it up to yours and it did. Your phone was able to identify a pattern in the contours of your face. Right. It compares it to its database and knows you are you. Okay. So in doing so, what you have done is created a face print similar to a fingerprint. Sure. It is what makes your face unique from others. Um, well, the fact that it's perfection, is that, <laughs> is that why? Is that why it was able, it's able to spot me so easily? Oh, no. Facial recognition began using uh, 2D images. It's developed a fuck ton in the past, like, five years specifically. Right. But it hit a snag. Starting with 2D images, it encountered images that had either too much lighting or not enough. Or images that were not pictures of, like, a face straight on as opposed to, like, at an angle. So, like, if I were to turn my head just a few degrees off to the right or left... That's a three quarters angle on my face now. Mm-hmm. You can see a little bit of the left, not so much of the right. Then this this technology wouldn't be able to recognize you. What has been developed now in order to get past that is actually invisible light by way of inf- UV, uh, infrared, infrared dots. Mm. So you remember like, you know, the Xbox Connect or whatever. Yeah. It physically threw out green dots you could see. Okay. This does not. They are invisible dots Mm -hmm. thrown at your face. You can't see them, but the program can. Right. And when it does, it can sort of gauge the depths and angles of your face. And you could be turned this way or that way or whatever. The way I understood that. Okay. Because I've taken physics a couple of times. Yeah. Mind you. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> a couple of times okay. I took it. Um, you were just so good. You progressed to the next level. Boom. Yeah. That's probably why. No, it's because I had to take it in high school and then community college and then real college. They're like, oh, we need you to take physics. And I'm like, I'm never going to use this people. Anyway, <laughs> um, the way I understood it was like infrared worked kind of like a, like, you know what? T- topography is mm-hmm. how like you can scan an area and it does like the circles valleys and mountains and, and it can like it can like like if you like if it's if it's showing you a mountain range uh-huh. it'll just be circles right on a on a flat piece of paper it'll show you circles yes but by looking at that you know okay this peak is you know two thousand feet up or mm-hmm. whatever like just because mm-hmm. you see the circles or whatever 
Uh, that's how I understood that infrared worked. It, that was the data that it produced was like topography of your vase. Essentially. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly it. Boom. What you did just now, you picked up your phone and you aimed it at your face. Uh-huh. I've watched several videos, lots of interviews about people who claim to be experts and all that stuff. One of them was a guy, can't remember who he was with. Uh, they had an infrared light in the room, no other light. So it was super dim at first. And he's like, okay, so what I'm going to do is demonstrate for you what exactly happens when I use facial recognition as a security feature on my iPhone in order to log in, like in order to unlock the phone. And so he, it's all red and it's very dim. You can barely see him. And he picks up his iPhone and he aims it at himself. And he presses the button, he looks at it and it flashes. And there are all these dots all over his face, down his neck. And it stops like top of his chest. Shit. So that's what it did just it's a now. lot more than I thought it would have. Right. It does the whole, like just the whole thing. And that's how it's able to recognize you. When you first did it, I don't know if you had to do this. I saw like at least four people do this in separate videos. You take it, you hold it in front of you in order to register your face. And you kind of do this. You f- turn your head in a circle. Yeah, it's you have to look at it at like all these different angles. That way it gets your whole face. And that way, no matter what angle you're at, it's so long as your eyes are on it, it'll unlock. Yeah. Yeah. And basically what it's doing is ensuring that, I don't know, you're you find yourself in a situation where you can't hold it directly in front of you. Despite being at an angle, it can see you because you did that twist turn, mm-hmm. you know, your your face moving counterclockwise. It's getting all the angles of your face, your jaw, all of that. It's like 30,000 infrared dots it's throwing on you every time it does that. I'm going to get cancer. I, f- I don't fucking know. I'm gonna get, Maybe I'm gonna you will. I'm going to get face cancer. But not every, it's not like only iPhone users are exposed. Like everybody is because Google's using it. Samsung is using it. It's already on Facebook, Instagram. It's on Snapchat. Every filter you use when you're chatting. So like, you know, oh, you, you're like, oh, I'm going to click my face. I'm going to, I'm going to put the little, the little, the puppy face, you know, I open my <laughs> mouth and the tongue comes that out. That makes sense. It would have to use that in order to rec, in order to like know where the faces are. Yep. Read that you've opened your mouth at all. Yeah. In order to activate the like, you know, puppy, like dog lick animation. Um, Facebook has been using it for a little more than that. <laughs> um, Facebook has been known to it, do some, it is to known. do some sketchy things. Yeah. Uh, so they actually got, they got hit with a lawsuit. I'm pretty sure I, I it was mentioned like a couple of times and I, it sounded familiar, you know, it rang a little bell because they've been using facial recognition technology in order to like identify your face in photos that maybe people forgot to tag you in. Yeah. So you could be, you could have been it says, photographed tag on accident. yourself in X and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You could have been photographed on accident. Like let's say you're at the same concert as somebody else. You're in the background standing behind this person. Mm-hmm. They get a clear view of your face. They snap a picture. If Facebook recognizes it and they put it on Facebook, they might recommend it to you. Like, Hey, this is your face, right? So, you know, they, they suffered a little legal trouble for that. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they suffered any legal trouble because I feel like it would be so easy to slip into like terms and conditions like you fuckers can't sue us for jack shit. It's just Do you an agree algorithm. to this term. Do and you want to like, be tagged yep. in it or don't you? Because if you don't, it's as simple as that. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. I the reason I'm talking about facial recognition at all, like I said, is because it weirds me out. Mm-hmm. I hate it. You hate facial recognition. I think it's cool. I don't. It's well, now, it bothers see, but, me. But it I'm creeps also, me out. I mean, you're, you're also the same, same boat as me. We're not important. Right. Not important people. Right. As far as the world is concerned. Mm-hmm. Right. Like 
there's no reason why anyone would want to steal my personality identity would want to uh like i don't know frame me for whatever or would want to use my face in uh what is it what are they called a deep fake or whatever a deep fake there's there's absolutely no reason i'm not important in any way right now if i became famous or something and my face was out in the world yeah i might be a little more careful about it right Mm -hmm. because now i mean something to some people and maybe i should be more careful Right. That is of right now. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if Apple puts me in their Facebook, puts me in their database and Snapchat. Couldn't care less. Right. Because you don't expect to ever get famous. No. But if ever you did, it'd be too late. Sure. They've got you. They got me. You know? Um, that's, so anyway. That's that. Uh, Actually, before you continue. Okay. Um, I've been holding this pee for like 20 minutes. <gasps> oh my God. Minutes. I'm so glad you said that. I have to. Oh, thank God. So anyway, with all this going on, once facial recognition got to this point, the infrared dots and all that, it still ran into a problem. Okay. And this problem was in processing images of a face with like different expressions. So like, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, very excited or super angry or very sad or whatever. And that included obstructions on the face, which could include glasses. And ah. it could it could include like facial hair. So as I was researching facial recognition, there were some ads that popped up as a result of the search asking me if if that's something I'm concerned about. Do I want to purchase anti facial recognition glasses? What? Yeah, I know. I was also confused because they looked like regular glasses, and by regular glasses, I mean the same shape you're used to. But they're white and they have like weird swirlies on them, like prints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To confuse the algorithm. I I, I saw these uh, recently, somewhat recently. Uh, they were using them in Hong Kong uh, when they were like, you know, like very anti-Chinese government. Yeah. There. Because mm-hmm. um, China has very, very strong facial recognition software throughout mm-hmm. the entire country. Yeah. So does Russia. Oh, not surprised. Um, and the, the people of Hong Kong wore like glasses and masks and stuff that literally would like when, when the facial recognition software would shoot out, it would like glow, like, like this bright light on a face. And so it couldn't actually see a face. It just saw like, like a, like a, like glare. a white glare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So technology has progressed. Those glasses don't work anymore. <laughs> bypass it. That makes sense. So I don't know about glares. Maybe if something flares strongly enough, it still won't be able to recognize you. But the technology has advanced to a point. This is the most recent, the most recent development in facial recognition technology is called skin texture analysis. <laughs> what? So literally, uh, it bypasses obstacles such as glasses or accessories or facial hair, mustache, beard, whatever, by literally measuring the distance between your pores. That's how precise it is. Jeez. I know. I wonder if I were to shave my beard, would my cell phone recognize me? Uh, if it uses infrared, maybe. Okay. Because it's, it's going to focus also a lot on this portion of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The top half of your face, which you don't have a lot of facial hair on. I would say nearly none. There's eyebrows and eyelashes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they use this. It measures the distance between your pores. It's actually predicted at this point by people who've been watching pretty closely um, that with more development, it could accurately tell the difference even between like identical twins. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because measuring the distance between fucking pores, like 
That's so minute a detail. No naked eye is going to see that. I don't know, man. That's weird. It is. That it creeps me out. This is why facial recognition creeps me out. It's like a robot knows what I look like and robots don't forget. It's like elephants, but it's forever. It's like elephants. (laughs) (laughs) So now some, some people were kind of like throwing around ideas. So in the future, what could this mean? What could it lead to? Not all of them were super paranoid. Some people were musing like this could take ads to like a whole different level. So like you could, let's say a mall is outfitted with like facial recognition technology for the sake of like ads and stuff like that. You could walk into a mall. It recognizes you from another visit because it saw where through recognizing your face, saw where in the mall you traveled, where you shopped. You went to Hot Topic and JCPenney and vans bath and body works or whatever and so you walk into the mall and it's like oh shit that dude's back again and it'll pop up like you'll walk by an ad panel or like the we are here map the digital one or whatever and it'll pop up ad specific to you like oh he visited this these locations so you'll walk by and it'll be like oh did you know it's 10 percent off studded collars at hot topic you know, I am a fan of studded collars. Right. I I mean, huge fan. It's your weakness. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> so, you know, like that's where it could lead eventually. They've there. People are talking about that. I mean, I don't see the problem with that. It's I'm not down well, with that. People don't have an issue necessarily. I'm sure people, I'm yeah. going to take that back. People have an issue with ads at, uh, somewhere, but that's not what's making people paranoid. Okay. Okay. So moving on. Um, there are a lot of people who are really, really uncomfortable with the idea of like the lack of security with that, because before facial recognition got to the level it was, social media was established. So on the internet, there are now all these images of people's faces all over the Mm -hmm. place and people are like, okay, well that's already there. And now this thing over here has been developed, this facial recognition. My face is all over the internet. Some of them, like, let's say that you're like an Instagram influencer. My face is <laughs> everywhere. Right. And now this facial recognition has been developed and I have no privacy. You know, like people, people are having an issue with that anyway. It's, that's what's, that's what's really bugging people out, getting them paranoid. It's because they think they're important. Some people are, not everyone. The Some. majority of people are not important. Either way, even if they're not important. Um, so even unimportant people get robbed and sure. have fraud committed against them. That's Terry and I are not important people and I we was don't like, have a lot of money. I was, was going to say, I was like, they're dumb and they have, you know, good credit or whatever. <laughs> Idiots. Terry and I, although having been very poor for a long time, have amazing credit. Yeah. We have been like, people have found ways to commit fraud on us and have emptied our bank account before. Like we've woken up one morning to a bank account that had like a couple thousand dollars in it to having negative. And that was because someone figured out how to get a hold of it. Like that's just how it works. Like sometimes yeah. the security in place isn't enough. See, you guys are fools. Number one, good credit. What a fool. Okay. <laughs> Number two, you have money in the account. Fool. Okay. Sucker. Just hide it in your mattress. The second you get money, you spend it. Stuff it Gone. into your freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fools. Uh, I have never been stolen uh, You've I, never had fraud committed against yeah, you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I've never been frauded. Okay. Uh, now I, I do pay specifically for uh, specific third parties to like monitor for fraud on my stuff. Yeah. And I have been flagged like, hey, 
were you opening up? Uh, we saw that you did a hard pull and you were trying to open up a credit card in or credit line in, you know, Chicago, Illinois. And I was like, well, no, the fuck I wasn't. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks. Right. And that was that and didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. But like I said, I pay for that. Mm -hmm. So that, that doesn't happen. Right. Uh, so anyway, um, images of your face mm -hmm. are all over social media. Important or not, that's, there they are. You yeah. can Google yourself. You might see yourself within the first like five lines. It's there. It's there for people to find. Um, so a lot of people like you, in order to unlock their phones, will depend on facial recognition technology for their security. And because your face is out there everywhere, and because they're measuring your face, not just in a 2D image kind of way, but in that 3D kind of way, they're throwing that infrared. They're getting all those really in-depth like yeah. measurements and contours and stuff like that. Couldn't someone steal that? Probably. You'd imagine so. A lot of other people do too, and that's what's right. making them nervous. So let's talk about deep fakes. Mm. We mentioned it briefly before. Those are fun. Right. I actually love deep fakes. They're cool. They're very entertaining for me because it's so trippy, but in such a neat kind of way. Um, so there's an app and I have heard a little bit about it. It's called the fake app. Okay. I think and anyone pretty much has access to it, uh, but it looked kind of complex to me. So I'm not sure. Um, people have been using it on YouTube to make really funny videos with like celebrities faces. Mm -hmm. A lot of them. Uh, seem to be superimposing Nicolas Cage's face onto a lot of things. And that's kind of a perfect storm for me <laughs> because I already like facial tech, facial recognition technology already like weirds me out and makes me uncomfortable. And then you involve a face that just physically makes me like irrationally upset. Yeah. I'm just, it, I, I just don't even know. Well, I have no words. You luckily, know? luckily for me, the whole world just l chooses to forget about the man that bothers me. Toby Maguire. His his name is not spoken <laughs> from my mouth often. Uh, but yeah, luckily the whole world just kind of forgets that he exists every now and then. Yeah, no one forgets about Nick Cage. You can't. He's you his can't face is everywhere. Cage. Terry started pointing out we're watching our like cringe compilations, our fail compilations or whatever. Uh, and they have those ads in the middle of like, you know, oh, look at all these like weird look at all these sweaters. sweaters. <laughs> look at all these sweaters and hoodies and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, oh, this one's got Naruto and this one's got, you know, like memes. And here's one covered in pictures of Michael Scott's face. And here's one that's a bunch of like weird hentai. And then. Ahigao. Yeah. Ahigao. And then boom. <laughs> Nothing but Nicolas Cage's face. I don't, I don't mean like a bunch of faces of Nicolas Cage. I mean, one giant face on a flesh colored sweater. <laughs> and it makes me so grossed out for whatever reason, people are obsessed with Nick Cage's face. And so like I ha I wrote it, I specifically put it in my notes because I wanted to tell you where people were putting him and I watched it. People are superimposing Nick Cage's face specifically into Lord of the Rings no. on every single character, <laughs> superimposing his face into Man of Steel. Okay. As Amy Adams, not as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't fucking know why. I don't fucking get it. It's amazing. No, it's not. And then over, lastly, Tommy Wiseau's face in the room. <laughs> oh, see, that one I can see. I cannot see it now <laughs> because I watched it. I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, moving on. Thankfully, uh, you remember control shift face. Yes. That is a YouTube channel. 
that has put together a lot of very memorable things for me that that's the source of like my fascination with this. Yeah. They, they do it so well. They do it really it's, well. It's so trippy to watch. Um, so yeah. in doing this, I specifically had to watch, uh, a few videos I hadn't seen before. I'd seen a little bit like there's Bill Hader, for example, from yeah. SNL. He does very great impressions. So there are some videos on YouTube of him doing celebrity impressions control shift face got a hold of some of these interviews. And so he does impressions of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Al Pacino and Seth Rogen and who else? Oh, 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 uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. Control shift face gets a hold of it. It's just Bill Hader. And then he starts to do the impression and boom, they activate the program. And it's so seamless. Like it's such a natural flowing thing. His face just morphs into Tom Cruise's. He does his impression and then he goes back to being himself doing a regular interview and his face changes back. Mm -hmm. It's so trippy to see. If anyone's interested in seeing it, like I said, it's control shift face on YouTube. It's you, you have to see it for yourself. You just, you have to. Uh, so they do that. They also did something I I was very entertained by, which was Jim Carrey mm. superimposed onto Jack, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's face in The Shining. Yes, that one was so odd because mm-hmm. like everyone knows like you if when you think The Shining, you think Jack Nicholson. You don't oh, yeah. think anything else. You don't think weird lion man. You don't think Maze. You don't think weird child sing crazy shit. You think Jack Nicholson. Hundred percent. I I'm I sorry, watched. You said weird lion man. I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, well, you haven't watched the movie. Yes, I have. Mm. Are you talking about like the, the people dressed up in the like, guy, animal costumes? The guy dressed in the lion costume. Okay. Like he he was dressed up like the cowardly lion or something. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you don't think about the furries? No, no, no. We don't think about furries in this household. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was so weird. It was so bizarre because. Like you don't you don't realize how similar Jim Carrey and Jack Nicholson are in their facial expressions and in how they move their face when they speak. Right. Yeah. And so when they did the deep fake and they they put Jim Carrey over Jack Nicholson's face in The Shining, it's so believable. It's there's there's moments where like he moves to just like a wrong angle and you can tell it's fake. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of it, it's you can't tell. You know it's wrong but you can't tell that it's wrong. Right. And then even at those like, you know, oh, this is, it's like just the wrong angle for whatever reason. And you're like, oh wait, I can't, I can't tell if that's still Jim Carrey. It's not 100%. It's not that like certainty, like, no, that's definitely not the right face anymore. Right. It becomes like, wait, I'm not sure. It was trippy. That's super trippy. Terry said that they made another one with uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest Jim Carrey over Jack Nicholson's face. I haven't seen it yet. I'd love to, though. They also did another one with Willem Dafoe as Hannibal Lecter. Oh, I did see that one. I, that one was I amazing. Liked it. Yeah. yeah. It I, was, I love the movie already. I love Hannibal Lecter. Right. Love but, the movie. Love Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Love Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect combination. It was really cool to watch. Yeah. Then they had some golden nuggets that you and I have watched together and that's Home Stallone. Oh yes. They superimposed yes. uh Sylvester Stallone's face onto Macaulay Culkin's in mm-hmm. Home Alone. <laughs> they were amazing. And they dubbed over his voice with an impersonator trying to sound like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. It's it's majestic. It was great. So they have the YouTube channel, but like as far as what projects they do and what they 
Yeah, that makes sense. What they what they go for next and post and stuff. Uh, if you subscribe to them on Patreon, um, not only do they offer memberships that involve like, you know, oh, it's, you know, deep fakes we haven't released to everyone else, but it also involves like casting your vote as to what they do next mm-hmm. or even throwing, like sending them direct suggestions and stuff like that. Um, so I just thought, thought I'd put that out there because I love control shift face. I thought that was really interesting. It's all for entertainment pur- purposes. It doesn't creep me out in that regard. It should maybe logically, but it, it doesn't. I enjoyed it. I like them a lot. Um, so something I didn't know is that something was in the works for a while there, a website yeah, called deep nudes <laughs> and see, I'm pretty sure this is already a thing. It's not. Well, it no. is because people do it. It's not, like, it's not a website though. Yeah. Cause if you, which I'm not assuming that you have, but I am going to assume that some listeners have, <laughs> if you have Googled specific celebrities nude, right? No judgment. Oh my God. Like 99.9% of it is just poorly Photoshopped, like (laughs) faces over bodies that are not theirs. So deep nudes was in the works for a while, which specifically like I'll explain deep nudes is it's like a pornographic version of deep fakes. So rather than superimpose other faces onto celebrities and just like music videos or scenes, it's specifically superimposing celebrity faces onto porn stars so that it looks like it's a porno with, you know, that one celebrity you're super attracted to. And I would argue they would have a lot of business on their hands if they had seen it through, but it was canceled by the founder because quote, the probability that people will misuse it is too high, unquote. Bullshit. The probability that Hollywood lawyers are going to come after your ass are pretty fucking high. Right. I'm like, you just caught <laughs> yeah. wind of like exactly how many lawsuits you'd be yeah. snagging onto. Like so. you're, you're a dumbass if you're using, if you're using anyone above like C tier celebrity <laughs> level, you know, like celebrity right. status. Which there's no way they could avoid. Like yeah. if you're giving people a space to make videos like that, all of the A-listers are going to be on there all over right. it. And that's, that's a problem. Right. You're signing your own like death warrant, basically. Yeah. Soap, soap opera stars. You're fine. Uh, that one chick who did the like progressive car insurance commercials. Oh, a uh, flow. Yeah. Oh, you could use her. Oh yeah. No problem. Any, right. anyone that's ever been on ABC family. Anyone who's ever been on Freeform. Same thing. Oh, we went to the same thing. Anyone who's ever been on the CW? Not everyone. Uh, everyone. There are no, no A-listers on no, the CW. No, no, but there's there's B-listers. Is that too high? It might be. They okay. have they have a, some of them have large followings. Anyone whose show or movie has been sent to the Sci-Fi Channel? Oh yeah. If you're if you're not an A-list superstar, you should feel happy that someone is using your face on their fantasies. <laughs> I wouldn't feel happy about it if it was me. Look, like I, if I worked my way up to like the C list, listen, listen, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I would laugh my ass off. We're on like the M list, right? We're not on the list at all. We're no, no everyone's we're, everyone's on the list. No one's Jessica, on the list, F, Jacob. Everyone's on the list. Everyone's on the list. We're not on any list. We're on a list, and we happen to have a podcast that puts Maybe. us that gives us a, a significant bump in the list. Maybe we're on Piotr's list. Definitely on Piotr's list, 100%. Maybe, maybe we're on Elias's list, list also. Elias is also a partaker of us on their list. <laughs> I got a girl out there named Janelle. Yeah. Maybe we're on her list. 
We're on we're on so many lists. That makes us That's not so many. No. M, M tier. Okay. No. Uh, M tier. What's the letter right before? We're Y list. All right. No. Yeah. No. Y list are the dudes with like nine followers on Twitter. That's a Y list. I have three. <laughs> I'm a Y lister, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm here to fix Dynacarbon. <laughs> I uh, hear your plumbing is plugged. The concept of facial recognition and where it's going to lead. What if someone deep fakes a video of a political leader, perhaps right. the president of the United States or the Queen of England, or, you know, what if someone deep faked a video of a political leader inciting panic or violence or even like yeah, like yeah, yeah. you starting a war with another country or something or like that. Or you deliver a fake speech or some shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you're a political leader in another nation and you're not sure, like isn't it better to sort of act with caution? You know what I mean? Like sure. like respond and rather than hold back because what if it's not real? Like for the sake of your own people and for safety, you might want to do something about it and act. So anyway, like they they brought that up you know, some of these, some of these articles and videos I was looking at, uh, also tampering with evidence, you know, you have officers all over the place wearing like body cams in certain situations, sometimes with high profile people. Uh, we, I mean, we've had in, in the U S we've had, uh, ransomware incidents where like hackers will break into the databases of, um, police stations and sheriff's yeah. stations and stuff like that, stealing evidence and giving it back only for a certain ransom. Usually it's very high. If they can do that, then someone can break in and tamper with evidence in mm-hmm. this in this regard. So that's another prospect. That's another concept people are, are discussing. One other one is that if you're catfishing someone, this is going to make it a lot easier. <laughs> It weirds me out, but I I, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't eat it up and think it was hilarious. I've gotten these like really creepy Snapchats from our sister Justine and Terry's sister Noelle of them using that Snapchat filter that makes them look like authentic dudes. See, mine doesn't work because I have facial hair. Oh, so like bummer. when I go to look like a girl, like it just looks fucking terrible. Like <laughs> it, it looks like a fake a photo. Right. Whereas like I've seen the some pictures of people when they like use those like sex altering filters filters yeah they're so believable mm-hmm. like no way and that's on a fucking snapchat i app. know like if you paid if you actually paid for something i would assume you'd get better quality than that mm-hmm. and that was already good enough so that's pretty impressive yeah super super cool weird yeah but yeah cool like we'll when it's that. when it's in regard to entertainment it doesn't it doesn't intimidate me it's interesting to me but when it starts getting to like you can't get into your house unless the computer recognizes your face that creeps me out oh see i wouldn't do that but that's what people are moving toward people are moving towards like the smart homes no one can have my face and i'm not thinking like no what if someone decapitates you and then holds your face in front of the camera that's i'm not thinking to that extreme no if if you did that you deserve to be in my home you know what I mean? <laughs> you worked for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, it's exclusively strange to me that a computer will look at my face and be like, okay, yeah, I'll allow you in. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's well, what I'm saying is like, what information can you steal from my phone? My, my grocery lists from the past like nine months that I just, I've never delete them. Like, what are you going to steal? You can't steal shit. But you're thinking upper, you're thinking really high scale, like the government 
caring about you in like no. a big picture kind of way. I think it's some dude like puts my face on his face or some shit. Random people do that stuff all the time. I'm saying there's nothing on my phone that would be There are be pictures worth of your stealing. nephews on your phone. Did okay, you know that, mean? that there is an, a community of people on the internet that will steal photos of children so that they can role play like the children are their children? That was another issue people were I having. Mean, that's gross, but that's not like people who do that are gross, but the number of people that do that are minimal. I know I agree with you, but like, I'm not going to say like, I don't get why people are upset by it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can, if I, if I I knew, if I knew a photo of mine was being used in that way, I'd be like, that's weird. But like, I'm not going to sue you. Like, I'm not going to take you to court because I'm like, ew, you're gross. It is gross, but I'm just going to move on and forget about you because I don't want to think about that. I'm not going to waste my time on you person. I agree. You're gross. I know it. But Everyone there are some it. fucking weirds out, weirdos out there and it's hard to predict what they're going to care about and what they're going to use your information for. Sometimes it is for things as serious as stealing your money. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> There's nothing more there. power to you. <laughs> so uh, another article I, I was looking into mentioned um, a response to all this new technology being developed. There is sort of like a counter strike being developed, which is ways to defend against it and to combat it. Yes. But, you know, that's still in the works. It's not necessarily as developed as the technology is right now. So some people muse that maybe it's a little too late, you know, day late, dollar short. Um, But it's being worked on by people who are very smart. Uh, But for the time being, people are kind of just spreading the information that like, hey, uh, maybe you take what you see and hear on TV and, you know, the things that you might find on the internet with a grain of salt and do as much research as you can on your own before you make judgments and decisions and stuff like that. So a few other people who wrote specifically about facial recognition mentioned, and and this is another few people, I actually think I only saw this in one article, but it, it said retailers were using facial recognition to prevent crime and violence, but it had no further explanation for that. It specifically said retailers so I was like, what the fuck? Like clothing stores or like department stores? I mean, that can add up. That makes sense in a very, very small way of like, right. we recognize your face. You have shoplifted here before or you have been yeah. an armed, you've committed armed robbery here before. Right. Something. Because our computer recognized you or whatever. I could get that. And I do think that's cool, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think that's you deserve, really cool. You deserve to have your face recognized and to be stopped. Speaking of things that I think are really cool... We mentioned Nest earlier being like a a front door, not even just front door, but like a home security sort of system. Uh, Ring is another popular one. Our our mom uses that. And Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends do too. Uh, Ring was actually hit with a lawsuit because it was in the process of developing a patent for their security cameras to identify when sex offenders show up at people's doors. That's dope. I thought so too. I was like, that's actually kind of cool. As far as like actual sex offenders, people you don't want around because like you don't feel safe, you know, leaving them alone with like your girlfriend or leaving them alone with your wife or your children. Right. I thought that was cool. That is cool. I, I'm 100% in agreement with that feature right. on the ring system. Now, uh, some people weren't. So they, because they're sex offenders they and took, every time they right. walked by their door, it fucking beeped at them. Right. Yeah, so they, they took ring to court over it. I don't know if they're still developing it anyway. I don't know what the deal is with that. That was just, that was all I noted. Uh, also another thing I thought was actually really cool is that like being, a, if you're, if you're an A-lister celebrity, you're going to get stalked. 
Oh yeah. Weirdos are going to be totally obsessed. That's with how you. you make the move from B to A list. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. People are going to be super obsessed with you, follow you everywhere. Want to know every little move you're making all the time. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift used, I did, I really, really wanted to investigate further. I didn't get a chance to, there was a lot to absorb, but, uh, I did read, uh, one thing mentioning that Taylor Swift was able to use facial recognition technology to, uh, scan people who were showing up at a, one, like some concerts of hers mm-hmm. to see if they were stalkers who had already been flagged, like flagged, like basically she'd already had orders against that's to make sure I'm they weren't, vi- to make sure they weren't violating. Yeah. I'm down with it. So that's all I, that's, that's about as far as I got. Like I, I dug into sort of the origins, how it's being used now and how far the technology has progressed and then what's making people nervous at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, what could it potentially lead to all that kind of stuff? Um, I also found a video <laughs> that I couldn't help myself in clicking on. Okay. And it was titled Tom Hanks, a deep fake dash dead or alive? Question mark. Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Like Asking, is, is Tom Hanks dead or alive? Is Tom Hanks dead or alive? Is he being deep faked? Have have they been deep faking Tom Hanks have, for the past have, few years? Has someone been deep faking Tom Hanks since he's been diagnosed with coronavirus? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. So I no. I found I found a rabbit and I, I followed mean, it down the hall. At least at least that one is somewhat believable, right? Not no, not when went, you watch the video. He went public and was like, "Hey, yo, me and my wife, we got coronavirus. Like, it's it's real. It's not fake. Um, stay inside, people." Right? Yeah. That's what he's basically. That's what he said. Yeah. Right. And everyone was like, "Oh shit! If Tom Hanks can get it, I can get it." Right? Which no, you can't. Like you're not Tom. <laughs> you're not Tom Hanks. Okay. You guys have nothing in common. Well, that's but, well, no. Sh- literally, sh- sh- anyone sh- could. Just, it doesn't matter yeah, who you are. Exactly. What I'm saying is like you're not Tom Hanks. Like him, him getting it and you getting it have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> but just saying, like, so Tom Hanks got it, and you're like, oh my god, that's crazy. Like if Tom Hanks died, right? And and his publicist decided we're gonna deep fake this guy. We're gonna keep him alive for the people. <laughs> but for why? The, for the people. The people can't lose their Forrest Gump. Okay, they need Tom Hanks to get through this coronavirus pandemic. And so they kept Tom Hanks alive. That is the only way I can see that being anywhere near possible. Um, so I watched the video. Dear God. And it's something else. It, it's it is linked <laughs> I, to. I so it. It, it, it has been all. I mean, it's in my history now and it's never, it's, ne- it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Actually, it's in Terry's history now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Terry. <laughs> so, you conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no, really though. It's attached to one of those. And by the way, you mentioned like you thought that YouTube had gotten rid of all the conspiracy theory based channels. This yeah, one's was- still there and all their videos are still up. They're kooks. Like, <sighs> and it's, I, and I say they are because I, I assume there's more than one Assuming person, but it really seems like there's only one dude okay. behind this all. Um, so he theorizes that Tom Hanks is either dead, hiding something terrible, or has actually been imprisoned in order to quiet his, his truth that he might want to speak about the coronavirus and the government handling it. What? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it, it's attached to a conspiracy YouTube channel. They, he gets into a lot of stuff like, you know, you know, it goes from things like 
you can kind of grasp that like big pharma has like the cures to certain diseases or better treatments for it. And they're making people pay for the expensive medications anyway and holding onto the cures so that they can get their money and not have to like they're they're caring more about money than morals. Like, okay, that's one thing. Sure. Let's right. What else do you what else have you got? And he, he's got a lot of other stuff, you know, like uh like celebrity conspiracy. Like not this specifically, but wild as like the people who think Avril Lavigne has died and <laughs> like is has been replaced by someone who looks just like her. Yeah. Um and uh the video's kind actually kind of messed up. <laughs> like uh a surprising amount of shit was talked about Tom Hanks. Uh, in an effort to like debunk him, like, no, he's definitely faking I thought, it. I thought like Tom Hanks was like, like America's actor, you know, right. he's like the American. Well, see, that's actually what they fed on is that Tom Hanks is called at, at this point is dubbed by a lot of people to be America's dad. Yeah. You know who else was dubbed to be America's dad? No. Bill Cosby. What? He was a rapist. <laughs> For, That's what for I'm decades. saying. Like, what the fuck does this have to do with each other? Like, but they bring it up and they're like, oh, yeah, you think that? Well, uh, guess who else was? I bet you're eating your words now. And I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense. So then, like, they continue talking shit about him. They're like, look at how cheap his kitchen looks. <laughs> because... What? He's taking he's taking a video. Of, he did this like cold open for SNL recently from his home. And he he dressed up to the nines. He's in like a suit and he's standing in front of his kitchen. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm cool. Wh- with whatever. It. Like the, these are the times. Well, let's roll with them. Um, and they're they're like, you know, look at that cheap ass kitchen behind him. Like <laughs> that's definitely fake. That's not the kitchen you find in a celebrity's mansion, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then like, look at how his neck skin is like unrealistically loose and flabby. <laughs> That's definitely a fake face. No way is Tom Hanks that old. (laughs) That fucker is old. You guys just don't realize it. He is. He's old. He is an experienced and wise gentleman. Right. I said the exact same thing. He's old. (laughs) Tom Hanks is old. Uh, He has neck flab. He does. And they took that to mean like, who the fuck is this? Do we got a lizard person here? Yeah. (laughs) Like this is not Tom Hanks. And then they like zeroed in on like, like he said that for like a movie role or something, he had shaved his head and they're like, well, how come a month before that you had hair? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, you said you started filming two months ago. Uh, what the fuck is this hair about? And I'm like, shut up. Like, why is this happening? Whatever. Um, but that's, that's all I've got. Conspiracy theorists talking a bunch of shit about Tom Hanks is We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. That's a lot to break down. Uh-huh. But I feel like we should go on break. Okay. Because. Ooh, I, that was Tally. I really got to pee again. Again? Again. It's going to be another like two minute pee. All right. I mean, you go for it. Better I'm we gonna get, go. Let's get started now. And, um, go ahead and go ahead and cue the music. Derp. Oh my god, I can't have to pee. You're walking around like Tom Hanks. (laughs) Who are you? Raising Brand is just shit, man. No, it's not. It's pretty good. No. Yeah, it's good. You're just saying that because you have old man bowels.
you had to kill a serial cartoon character, who would it be? A serial cartoon character? Mm-hmm. God, that's rough. Um, I'd want to take out Tony the Tiger. Why? Because he's just, he seems more full of himself than the rest. You know, like he's always got to be, he's got to be, got to be the fit one. Like it's Frosted Flakes. That's it's not true. Wheaties. <laughs> I would definitely kill the the Lucky Charms guy. Why? He's a douche. He's just evading those children all day, every day. The Lucky Charms dude just doesn't let even the kids hang out with him. He's like, fuck them kids. I'd kill them. <laughs> Old people are merely adopted Raisin Bran. I was born into it. Ugh. Why do you have shoes on? Why do you touch me with your nasty bare feet okay you're stretching out you're like giant hairy legs like a fucking cricket and i'm just trying to stretch wow <laughs> that was mean don't tell me about mean you're mean you're mean to me i have not been mean more than 10 seconds in my okay, entire life you know let's go ahead and start a poll uh anyone who thinks that jacob's mean to me sometimes why don't you go ahead and send something in you know does jacob mean is he not let's you know i'm gonna i'm gonna start my own poll go ahead uh i need a poll if you think is that jacob- jessica is is a bit one more second Jacob can't go too long without. I can go. Okay. (laughs) Let's watch it with the innuendos. Okay. Suck a little vapor. Right out. We're about to be back. We're about to be back from break. Okay. So uh, coming back from a break. Um, I'm all done with my story. So it is time to move on to a new wheel spin. Wheel spin. Let's do it. Spin it. Oh, let me do this. You spin it. Spin the wheel. Spin it. Spin it. A time you were an idiot. Oh, no. There's been many a time. That's a lot of times. <laughs> um, I was an idiot. I, I have to think, too. We Just very thinking. recently did uh, talked about embarrassing moments. Yeah. But that's a little different. Um, time I was an idiot. Uh, there was a period in my life. I was a very young girl. <laughs> okay. In elementary school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the second grade. I think that's a safe assumption. Uh, I used to think that people would find me instantly charming if I winked at them. (laughs) So I took full advantage of this. And when my parents were driving me around the towns, I would just wink at people at every stoplight. I'd like like align myself with the window (laughs) and like stare out until someone like felt my gaze and turned to me and looked at me in the car, made eye contact with me. And then I'd wink and then it turned green and we'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) we'd pull away. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) You can't do anything. I used to think people would find me instantly really cool if I did that. Like, they just think I was like, wow, that was just the most charming thing that little girl could have done. And so, like, I would find we'd stop and people would be on the sidewalk, not even in a car. They're like about to cross the street. And I'd be like, (laughs) wink. And the car would just like speed up. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I thought that would uh, that really get me into some. uh, some exclusive inner circles. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't work. No. Shocking. <laughs> uh, 
I was shocked. Yeah, I bet. Didn't work out the way I wanted to, but hey, <laughs> I, I really went for it. Just the single wink. Yep. All right. Sometimes it wasn't because they didn't notice me right away. <laughs> 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 so it'd be a wink and then, oh no, they didn't see it. <laughs> so I'd make my eyes a little wider, like better align myself, you know, uh-huh. in the window and I just wait. And eventually the intensity would be just to the extent they'd have to turn and see what was going on. You know, like, oh, I feel feel a little tingle on this side of my face. What's happening over here? And they turn and there's this like this like eight year old in a minivan that's like waiting for them with wide <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and as soon as they make eye contact, wink. <laughs> Shit. See, I, I don't know why I'm struggling with this because I feel like I'm an idiot quite often. <laughs> Times I was an idiot. Um, you know, if you need some help. <laughs> yeah. Do you have do you have some help? Do you remember that time you didn't know how to spell canoe? Okay, motherfuckers. And well, a friend of ours helped you spell it. Okay. So I I happen to be not the best speller in America. I mean okay? that is one way of putting it. I'm I'm not great with spelling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was I think I was I was about to play a video game and it was like, oh, like name your character or something. And I wanted to name him Douche Canoe, right? It was funny. It was, it yeah. was random and funny. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't positive on how to spell canoe. And my roommate was right next to me and he happens to be fantastic at spelling mm-hmm. and grammar and yes. lame, useless things. Right. And I was like, hey, roommate. How do you spell canoe? And he told me it's, what do you mean? How do you spell canoe? C-A-N-O-O. I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) And after I clicked submit, he starts laughing (laughs) and everyone in the house is laughing. Yeah. I got played. You guys suck. You You took advantage of me. Yeah, that's on us, really. Um, Can you remember the names of the two main characters from my murder story? Episode two. Dyson. Good job. Last name. Hasselhoft. Mm. And, okay, I know that one's right. And Do you know? Yes, Hasselhoft. Okay. Hasselkoft. Something like that. Yeah, that's probably it. And I know it's Chew. I know it's Chew. My gut is telling me Bessie, but right. I, I, know, I know Bessie isn't right because you get mad at me every time I say Bessie Chew. I don't know what you're talking about. But Bessie Chew just works. It so just we're gonna rolls go, off the tongue. We're going to go with... Dyson Hasselkoft and Bessie Chew. And yeah, Dyson Hassel... It is time for my topic. Okay. So the theme of the episode was robots. Robots. And immediately, the second that we decided that we were going to do robots, I was like, Jessica, don't talk about sex robots. She's like, why? And I was like, because I'm going to talk about sex robots. You did. I remember. Mm -hmm. It was, in fact, the only type of robot that I could think of. That's the only type of robot you can think of? Yeah. What other kind of robots are there? Like, oh, these robots make these items in a factory line. No one gives a shit about those robots. You know what I mean? I give a shit about those robots. They're lame. They're lame. I didn't say they weren't. You know what's not lame? Sex robots? Sex robots. Sex robots are actually pretty lame. They're pretty fucking lame. No, no, no. They're not lame. Owning one is lame. (laughs) (laughs) Using one is lame. Yeah, but we'll get into that. Okay, okay. So, sex robots, okay? I figured first we'd start off with some important key terms. Okay. Okay, that 
that are used in the sex robot community. Mm-hmm. Uh, loxicology. What is that? That is people who are sexually attracted to robots. They call it loxicology. Not like robotophilia or whatever. Well, Robo- it's robophilia. also referred to as uh, digisexuals. Ew. Or robosexuals. Ooh, I like that one. Robosexuals is kind of just straight up. You you're sexually attracted to robots. Yeah. Which is why I'm assuming they they invented the term uh, loxicology. Mm. That way they can say they're a loxicologist. Yeah. And people are like, ooh, wow, that's you're so smart. You know, mm-hmm. like that's so fascinating. Uh, when really they're just they're they just want to bone robots. They're just turned on by robots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other key terms. So there are different types of models of sex robots. Okay. Okay. There are male robots. Yes. Okay? Those are called male bots <laughs> or man bots. Creatively. Very creatively. There are female robots. Those are called. Uh, I would assume. Yeah. You would you would think right that there are female robot sex robots. Those are called chickbots. Chickbots. Chickbots or fembots. <gasps> oh no! I, my my <laughs> wife turned out to be a fembot. I'm there's, single. There's baby. that classic English <laughs> accent coming out again. It's, it's too good. Honestly, I could be from fucking London. You wouldn't even know. Uh, and then they have gender neutral robots, and Gen- they refer neutral bots. Yes, and they refer to those as sex droids. Oh, pleasure bots. Okay, and love droids. Interesting. These are these are key, big important terms in the loxicology community. Okay, loxicology. Like, what is even behind that? Ology kind of sounds like it's the, the study, study of. of. Yeah. Don't know why they say loxicology. People who are sexually attracted to robots makes no it idea. sound like the study of locks. The study of yeah. Who knows? Okay. Who knows where they came up with that? But they did, and it's theirs. Um. So in order, if I'm going to talk about sex robots. Right. Yeah. I I felt that I needed to start at the beginning. Okay? The very first. The sex very robot. beginning. The very first. Even earlier. Love droid. Even earlier. Oh, you're earlier than the beginning. Yes. Oh. Earlier than the beginning, Pre- like the prequel. The very very beginning. Pre beginning. Pre beginning. In 1968, the very first model of a sex doll was sold. 1968? Yep, 1968. Very first sex doll. Was it inflatable? It was sold. It was a blow-up doll, essentially, right? It had three holes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is a quote that I found that I thought was very interesting. It, it basically summed up what these sex dolls were. Okay. Uh, it said, due to their inflatable nature, these dolls were subject to deterioration <laughs> and were not sustainable for constant use. <laughs> so they weren't great. You know, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You had, you had to, you had to, you know, oh no, I fucked a hole in this one that wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Like while fucking this hole, I made another hole and now I got to get another sex Too doll. Too many holes. Too many holes. Just loses all of its air. Right. Nothing you can do. You just got to buy a new one. But luckily for the sex doll enthusiasts uh, in the seventies, they began using materials such as latex mm-hmm. and silicone. Okay. For, and this is another quote, more durable <laughs> and slightly more realistic sex dolls. Interesting. Okay. Now, how do you make a love droid, meaning the neutral gendered robot, more realistic? I, I don't know. I'm assuming by neutral or gender neutral robot that it, it has everything. Like it, it oh. has it has penis and a vagina and breasts. and a butthole and maybe a breast or two. <laughs> maybe one <laughs> or know. two. I don't know how it works. Okay. 
but I'm assuming it's just kind of got everything. Okay. Right? All right. I think it's just like the whole the whole package. Okay. Pun intended. There. <laughs> Pun accepted. Thank you. Uh, so after the 70s, there was kind of a lull, right? In the sex robot world. In the sex robot world. Like just no development took place. Okay. For like almost 30 years, right? Okay. Just nothing happened. No one decided to upgrade the current model. No one decided to try to use better latex or silicone that would feel more human-like. They just didn't do shit, okay. right? They were just selling them. They didn't give a fuck. But then in 97, the year that I was born, right? A company called Real Dolls, okay. right? Began developing realistic, posable, life-sized silicon mannequins. For the purposes of- For the, the purposes of fucking. Interesting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 100%. These were intended specifically for people to pound them. Got it. Okay. Man or woman, male or female. Male or female. They were realistic, they were life-size, and they were poundable. That's for sure. Perfectly poundable mannequins. Yeah. Uh, and they continued to look and feel more realistic, right? Like, the people kind of started just building on that yes. for the next, like, 10 to 12 years afterward. Mm-hmm. They, instead of, instead of a lull in development, they just kept building on the realistic qualities and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Uh, then 2009 comes. Okay. And this is an important year because this is when the sex doll manufacturers, right? Which okay. apparently there are lots of them. There are lots of sex doll companies. I mean, in, at this point, I'm not shocked by that. Well, in today's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was shocked to see how many there were. There are like hundreds of them. By 2009? 2009. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, no, yeah. I did not know that. Sex I dolls, thought, not like, robots. Sex dolls. We're not, that, we're not that advanced yet. They're still inflatable for the most part. No, no, no. no. There's silicon made or latex made. Okay. Mannequins, I forgot. Yeah, they're essentially- Posable mannequins. Posable life-sized mannequins. Uh, but in 2009, a lot of the manufacturers kind of just got the vibe, right? They understood their customers aren't just looking for sex dolls. Okay. They're looking for companionship. Uh, so they shifted gears entirely, yeah. right? And started to try to do research to create a doll enhanced with artificial intelligence. Okay. And that's where the beginning of the journey of sex robots starts. Okay. Okay. Right about 2009. Mm -hmm. So as early as 2010, okay, a year later, a robot was designed, okay, and it was it was it was called a sex robot, okay. It had pre-recorded cues and lines of dialogue, okay. Okay. So everything was pre-recorded, and it was it would it would go off of a certain keyword or something that it would say certain things. Okay. It would make facial expressions, but they weren't they weren't very great. It was just kind of like very robotic. Yeah. Um, and it. It was it was massive. There was a lot of machinery attached to it. Oh no! Right? There were cords galore. Right. And the computer attached to it was pretty big. It was it was not not an ideal sex doll, sex right. robot. Many inconveniences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So obviously the people were not down with this model, right? Right. Uh, they were like, "Hey, you don't want half your living room taken." I, up I get by it. Just this robot can doll. speak. That's cool. Right. But where am I supposed to put my meat? Ah. You know. Mm-hmm. That it did was, it not have three holes was like a the inflatable thing. one? Uh, it, well, I'm sure it, it did, but you know, you got computer cords and cables, a and giant piece of metal attached to right. its back and all sorts of Bummer. things. And it was at that moment that manufacturers were like, oh, customers want a sex robot so that they can have sex with it. Like this was like brand new fucking news to them. Because the revelation before was like, oh, it's not they just want about companionship. sex, they want companionship. Yeah, which sure, right? So this meant, right? No running cords, 
The machine had to be slim, lightweight. It had to be attractive. It had to have an attractive voice. It, it was, there were so many things that they had to worry about now that they understood that people didn't want sex robots just to hang out with. They wanted to fuck them also. Right. Right. That, that proves to be a huge factor. Okay. But now we get into the real shit. Okay. We get into the real business. All right. It happened in 2017. Okay. A sex robot named Harmony mm. entered the market. Interesting. Right. Anyone could buy her. Harmony. Okay. Okay. So Harmony Cordless. Had cordless. You could charge her up. You had to plug her in. Mm-hmm. Plug her in at night, charge her up. Okay. Right? That sort of thing. Yep. Uh, she had many features that made her entirely unique to the other sex dolls uh, out there. Because yeah. there were some. They just didn't have AI. Mm-hmm. Right? They would just make facial expressions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she had realistic facial expressions. Okay? They were very hyped about this. She could blink. She did blink, actually. Like, just like a human would blink. Right? Like a few times a minute and shit. Uh she would smile when you said a joke. How would she tell though? Uh, we're gonna get there eventually, I'm sure. Uh, she could frown if you were feeling sad, oh. or if you said something mean, she would frown. Oh. Uh, and she could wink. She would wink at you <gasps> if uh, instantly charming. She wanted to take it to the bedroom. Instantly cool, right? Uh, Harmony could hold genuine conversations, and I mean genuine. Like you could come home and rant to your Harmony sex robot about your day. And she would give you genuine feedback. What year is this? This is 2017. This is three years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty modern, right? Uh, And because Harmony is a robot, right? She wouldn't forget anything that she was ever told ever. She'd log it away. So if you you told Harmony, oh my God, my, my sibling, my brother Jacob is so fucking cool. He's the greatest dude ever. Right. Like, I'm sure I'm sure you would would tell your robot. I find myself saying that just (laughs) too often. Yeah. And so if you were to have told Harmony that she would have logged that away. And the next time you mentioned Jacob, she would be like, oh, he's so cool. He's the coolest guy ever. Right. And you'd be like, "Um, absolutely. How did you know that Harmony? (laughs) Right. And then the most important thing about the Harmony sex doll sex robot was that Harmony could have sex with you. Okay. This was this was wait the first, like like initiate like, and take charge. No, okay. No, she couldn't do that because that would be really really terrifying. But she harmon the harmony sex robot was able to to move interesting a small amount. Okay. Okay. Okay, and just kind of kind of shift. Yeah. That way, it wasn't just you like like a like a dude boning a lifeless robot. Mm-hmm. It was like boning an almost lifeless person, like a half asleep person quite. maybe or something. Right. I don't know. At, le- she, at least twitching. Yeah. Harmony, she wasn't very strong. <laughs> uh, she also featured, and this was big for a lot of people. This was like revolutionary okay. when it came to sex robots. And I don't know why, because it's kind of weird. Okay. She had removable skin. Ah. You could remove her skin. And like still do stuff? Well, I'm sure if you were down with uh, that. Well, no, is that could. the allure? Like, is that why that's no, a feature? No, the allure was that you could take her to the beach with you and then come home and g- remove her skin oh, and, and give wash her a tan. It. Or what? You can remove her pale skin yeah. and give her darker skin like she got a tan. Do you have to buy a second skin? Or Yes. Ew, what? You had to buy skins for Harmony. Ew. Yeah, it wasn't, the intent wasn't so that you can clean all the cum stains off of your Harmony sex doll. It was that's, so that- Well, see, th- that's not so like that crazy, you could, right? That's, you could change her skin tone. That's convenient though. Like you'd think like, oh, that must be why for cleanliness. No. 
You know, like but it you was, change your they, bed sheets. They also hyped it. Because, uh, by the way, you could also change her hair, right? Like, it was based, It was essentially a wig. Yeah. You could remove the hair and replace it. The whole allure was that you could have one sex robot, okay, that understands you personally in every way, right? Listens to everything you say, logs it away, and literally never forgets it. And you could, your sex robot could be a white brunette female one day, and then a Hispanic black-haired female the next day. Right. You could change who you are boning. Right. I Googled it. I Googled Harmony Sex Doll. Yeah. And I I say Google. I really mean DuckDuckGo. Because you're lame. Uh, And the very first picture looks like a legit person. Let me see it. Let me see it. Here. Because it's probably the updated one. Maybe. Because trust me, I saw this 2017 one and I was not impressed. That does look like a real person. Yeah. (laughs) God. Gross. Weird. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but like I am seeing multiple different types. Like there are redheads and brunettes, mm-hmm. and there are but it's all the same real doll. blondes and fake blondes. It's all the same one. All the same model, mm-hmm. right? Everything about it is the same. You just they whoever bought it picked a different skin and picked a different hair. There's a picture of it with no skin. It's gross. Yeah, it looks like a Terminator. It does, and yeah. also like a Furby, <laughs> like a like a, a faceless Furby. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. It's very rough. I don't know how people get into this, but hey, they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, you can't stop them. That's very, very true. Um, So I know everything you just heard about Harmony Sextall, you're like, I'm in, I want one, I need one. Okay. Right? Obviously. Of course. Um, But there is a downside. There's no way. There is a downside. Harmony. What could it possibly be? enters the market at a minimum $15,000. Oh. Yeah. It's pricey. And there is no finance But does it, is there like a deal, like it comes with two skins or something? No. That's Uh, for the base model is $15,000. With just one skin? This was in 2017. So maybe you can find some promo codes online now (laughs) for a Harmony sex doll. Just look at your... Your Ebates or whatever. Yeah, retail me not, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. honey, that sort of thing. Um, but luckily in America, we have this thing called capitalism, okay? And right. because of capitalism- I'm, f- I'm a little familiar, I'm somewhat familiar. Many, many, many other manufacturers were able to create very similar sex robots with integrated artificial intelligence and sold them for a fraction of the price. That's just smart business. I mean, that's just what you got to do, You you know? can't monopolize the sex robot no. industry. You <laughs> yeah. Know? So yeah, they, they started making, I mean, mind you, Harmony is supposed to be like the most intelligent as far as artificial intelligence goes, right? They spent a lot sex of time. Sex doll artificial intelligence. Yes. Yeah. They spent a lot of time on the companionship aspect and less time on the sex aspect where these other companies were like, we'll just give them wet holes and a very, very basic artificial intelligence. They'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. And they're correct. Well, I mean, these I things are selling in like an insane number. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, so after a quick Google search, right, uh, that I'm sure my FBI agent is like very, very heavily frowning upon. <laughs> uh, I found many sex robot purchasing websites. Right. Okay. Uh, and it looks like most of them go for about four to five thousand dollars. Wow. So about a third of the price. Yeah. From the Harmony sex. Doll, That's just a deal. Snap it up yeah. now. Get three of them. Yeah. You can have have an orgy with your sex robots, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we're going to get into why, but in today's world, it, it looks like sex robots are here to stay. Doesn't look like they're, 
you're like just a fad right now. It looks like technology has been building up to this moment <laughs> to sex robots existing and taking jobs just like it took jobs in Barcelona, Spain. Uh-oh. Because there is a sex robot brothel in Barcelona. Ew, what? Yep. yep. Where the sex bot is dressed however you please and you're free to act out. And this is a quote. You're free to act out any fantasy. I mean, except for the woman you're about to be with. Being alive. Being alive. Being or, a or human. moving physically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there's a, there's already a brothel. That means there's going to be more. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so as they discovered pretty quickly in Barcelona, uh, some sexual fantasies are a little darker than others. I don't know what you mean. What could you what, what, what could you mean by that? <sighs> maybe that's better for a duck duck go search, or maybe 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 dive into Tumblr. A little too deep. Mm, no, I don't know? want to. <laughs> maybe uh, that makes me nervous. Oh, I meant Reddit. I said Tumblr, but maybe, yeah. maybe dive into Reddit a little deeper than you normally would. Okay. You know. Yeah. 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 You'll find some stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, there are many, many people who are very anti-fun in the bedroom, and by anti-fun, I mean anti-sex robot. Oh, ah, uh, party poopers. Party poopers. Debbie they're Downers. Just, they're just shitting on everyone's party. Yep. Yep. They say that sex robots lead to social isolation. They okay. say that sex robots desensitize intimacy and empathy. Mm. And they say that sex robots are more than likely creating or encouraging a rape culture. And I know what you're thinking, like how, like, that's just weird, right? They're robots. Uh, but I checked out a website, okay, that produces and sells sex robots, okay? This is this wasn't me looking for anything specific. This I just I just happened to find this this webpage and I was trying to look at their prices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and this is their description of their their sex doll, sex robots. And I thought I would read it just so that you can keep in mind, right? Social isolation, desensitizing and intimacy and empathy and more likely creating or encouraging a rape culture, okay? Yeah. Let's just listen to their description. Okay, I'm going to read it. Okay. So our sex robot can discuss your day or please you for hours without complaint. The choice is always yours. Robot conversation or robot stimulation. Our sex robot companion are here for all your desires. They will answer all your questions. They will learn about your favorite things to do and always be there for you when you need them. Now we get into the good part. <laughs> Expend your mental stimulation you crave and have your sensual sexual desires met every day without any rejection. The humanoid AI sex robot will never say no to your fantasies and will never dare to accuse you of sexual harassment. <laughs> you will not need to be alone any longer or hold off from your pleasure. <laughs> like this website sounds rapey as fuck. You know, there's actually like, they're probably like fucking killing it because there's like, there's a subreddit for only incels that would probably oh God. be very interested in this. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, which by the way, if you don't know, incels, what is it? What does it stand for? Involuntary celibate. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not anymore. Not with the Harmony sex doll. Oh God, no, not Harmony. No one can afford the Harmony. Oh, the, oh, this is this is, this is the this is the this the is the economy. robot companion. Right, right, right. Which, by the way, is very robotic and very less human-like. Ooh, they look they look anime-ish. Yeah, very very uh, dramatized. Mm-hmm. Oh look, oh. we got a butt. There we go. There's, There's a, a butt, butt on that one. There's a butt. That that looks it looks pretty realistic. Not that though. It looks that looks like a video game. It does. That doesn't look like a real right. thing. But it that looks is like real robot. it looks like something you'd find on accident, or like deviant art. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's definitely true. Yeah. Maybe the thoughts on sex robots reinforcing rape ideals aren't you know entirely baseless. Right. It it sounds like it, like maybe they're onto something. Yeah. But I had the thought, you know, then again, anyone who purchases a sex robot is more than likely a questionable person at best. I, you know what I mean? Right. It you know, I don't want to assume like they're all on the verge of committing some kind of crime, you know, or that they're dangerous or not to be trusted. Like it, it's not necessarily that, you know, but there is in in this case a very educational episode of My Strange Addiction. I don't know if you remember it. I think I do. There was a he was in love with a a doll. Yes. She wasn't even a sex doll. Right. No, she was. She was she? Yeah. But she was she just she wasn't oh she didn't have any artificial intelligence. She she just sat there. Just a silicone like mold. Yeah of a female with a wig and like painted on makeup and stuff, printed on makeup and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and he would dress her and make sure that she was reassured about how beautiful he thought she was. Um, he would take her out to restaurants. Oof. Yeah. She didn't stay in the house. That wouldn't be fair. Like he, it was kind of like, there's, there's a movie out there called, uh, Lars and the real girl. Uh huh. Have you seen it? No. Okay. So it's Ryan Gosling. He plays a grown man who has this like, mental social handicap like there's something there's something about him he's like he's very standoffish mm -hmm. maybe a, possibly autistic like he has trouble being around people relating to people connecting with people and he prefers to be alone most of the time um he ends up and like people think he's very sweet and are like trying to reach out to him you know yeah eventually before we're too far into the movie he decides, based off of the suggestion of a coworker, to buy a sex doll. So he creates her, chooses all of her measurements and her size, mm -hmm. her hair color and style, all of that, and uh, orders her. And she arrives in a huge crate. <laughs> uh, and he starts introducing her to people around the town like, hey, you know, this is my girlfriend. And the whole movie is like everyone in the town kind of plays along. And so through treating the doll like it's really his girlfriend, they're connecting with him and teaching him about like what it's like to be a person who interacts socially in a normal way. I actually really like it. It sounds awful. And it, I, I'm not that saying does it. Sound, that sounds like a giant cringe I, fest. I'm not. It is. I think that might be why I like it so much. It's not. It's. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I thought it was funny. Okay. And like it had it had sometimes like there were some points in the movie where it was actually really cute, but in like always a it weird was way because always because a weird he loved way. His sex doll. No, because he at the end of the movie, he actually like there is 
in, even in the beginning of the movie, there's uh, a chick at his office who's into him. And he's like too socially awkward and like handicapped to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So he never talks to her. He introduces her to his girlfriend and she plays along like everyone else in the town is miraculously not put off at all by the fact that he ordered a sex doll and made everyone pretend like she was real by the end of the movie. Uh-huh. Then he essentially kills off the doll. <laughs> Like out of nowhere, he's like, you know, telling people, I don't know, you know, me and, you know, Melissa have been fighting. It's just, I I don't know what to do. Like, I'm trying to let her know I'm here for her. And she just keeps saying I'm not here enough. I don't know what more I could be doing. You know, like I, I physically carry her everywhere we go, you know, and I bought the wheelchair to make it easier. And she's saying that there's a, there's a disconnect. I don't know. (laughs) And people are like, all right, yeah, it's tough, you know. Just, you know, let her know you you are there, but maybe some independence is okay and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're playing along with him, trying to make it work. Eventually he like carries the doll running and like screaming and crying down the stairs. And he's like, oh no, call an ambulance, call 911. Like she's dying. And he kills her off basically because he wants to go on a date with the chick at the office. <laughs> And so the sex doll dies and they have an entire funeral for her. And the movie ends with him going on a date with the office girl. Jesus Christ. I know. This sounds horrible. I know. (laughs) Oh my God. I just listened to you explain that to me. You don't have to watch it. You have. Why would anyone watch that? (laughs) I liked it. Gross. It was really weird, but it was funny. It was weird funny. No. It was funny weird is what I mean to say. It's just weird <laughs> and gross. Wow. That no, that's not okay. I'm I will not watch that at all. It it may require more patience than you have. Yes. It I guarantee it requires <laughs> more patience than I have. Uh but yeah, that wraps up the little the little history of sex robots. Uh Obviously, today mm-hmm. in 2020, uh, the production of sex robots has increased. It's there are it, many, its, many of them at its peak. At its peak, mm-hmm. uh, the a lot of companies are managing to reach the level of intelligence that Harmony has. Okay, uh, and are able to make their holes looser and their pockets bigger. You know what I mean? I do. Yep. Uh, and so I wish I didn't, but I do. <laughs> so they're. Harmony is looks like real dolls isn't going to be the only one selling an artificial sex doll. Nice try. Nice try, real dolls. <laughs> but you're real dumb. Uh, I do have a question for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think the future of sex robots looks like in the world? Well, see, I, I think what people are going to move further toward is the point of the sex doll in the first place is to make artificial sex seem like real sex. So like Mm -hmm. VR is becoming a big thing. Porn is already a huge thing around the globe. Um, VR porn is slowly but surely becoming a thing. I know this because I am an avid watcher of cringe compilations. I don't know if you knew that about me. I might have known. So by the the copious hours of cringe YouTube <laughs> videos that we've watched. So there there's a lot going on there. Uh you know there's it the graphics are not great. Um you know not a whole lot to say about you know the the dialogue but either way it's it's in the works. So I think eventually it's going to get to a point where you could like sync your sex robot to your VR porn. 
Basically. And it will do what your VR porn is doing. Right. And in the VR, you could deep fake either a celebrity or like oh. your ex or something. Oh shit. Yeah. That's fucking nasty. Right? But like you can <laughs> oh see it. God. You can visualize it. But then actually feel it because your sex robot is doing what is happening. Right. Ooh. It's full immersion into an experience that is completely fake. But for the purposes of making you believe it's not that's that is where Yikes. it will it will inevitably lead i think i can see people pay, people paying a lot of money for that yep Oof. Mm-hmm. emma watson's got a lot to worry about she's got a lot to worry about yeah. she's gonna be in so much vr deep deep porn deep nudes deep, v, deep vr porn. deep nude vr yeah Oof. Yeah, that's that's not okay. Mm-mm. But I think you're right. I think that's definitely where it's going. Oh yeah. I thought for sure it was gonna definitely be like like sex robots were gonna be like trained to be like nannies and stuff. That's where you went with that. Oh yeah. Like housekeepers. Yeah. Like they can go around clean your house. Like feed your kids, that mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? And so like, you know, you buy it and so that it can watch your kids while you work or whatever, and then your husband can come home and. Something. It's going to be gross and you know it's going to happen. We'll see. No, no, I don't I don't doubt it. I I think it'll it's going to be a mix of what you think and what I think. I think they're going to come out with like multi-purpose robots that do a lot of different things, but like there will be like the primo ones that focus primarily on one thing, you know? Yeah. So I do think there will be, you know, realistic and immersive sex robots. VR sex robots as well as multi-purpose sex robots, yeah. Gross. Super gross. Gross. Really, really gross. I need to close this window. This fucking Harmony sex doll's <laughs> staring, you staring down. at me. I had to yeah. close mine too. It's creepy. I kept getting flashes of robot ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was not down. <laughs> and like long lingerie and shit. Yeah. Actually, we just need to close everything. <laughs> and clear your history. Yeah, let my FBI agent take a break <laughs> from reading all about sex robots. You know, his hands are full right now. <laughs> Is that a pun? Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got, I hope not. Uh, okay. I'm tired of shit. I'm super sleepy. Let's do this last wheel. Hopefully it's not a long one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it up and then we'll be done. All right. You down? I am. All right. I, it's your turn. I did it last yeah, time. Yeah. I, I, my hand is on the wheel. I'm going to, I'm going to. <laughs> if you could make anyone pee their pants right now who would it be the creator of the harmony sex doll the creator no <laughs> <laughs> why are you making him pee his pants because he's probably got a dick inside of a doll right now it could be gonna, anyone oh shit he definitely gonna ruin does. that doll he, he he's definitely gonna he's will. gonna have to you know hose it down now yeah ruin the wig you know that's a good point what time is it it's, or it's like five in the morning so what that means in another country we're talking like 11 12. Okay, I know who I would make pee their pants. Who? Uh, I would make the Prime Minister of England pee his pants. Why? Because it'd be really embarrassing <laughs> and it'd be really funny. Is it exclusively also because of the time of day? Like it's you know, for only a fact, the time of day. I know for a fact he's, he's working right now. Standing in front of people yes. right now. Standing Absolutely. or sitting. Yep. All right. Yep. Had it had it been seven eight in the morning, Donald Trump would have gotten his pants peed. <laughs> because I know he'd be in front of people. Right. He's he's in front of a camera. But as of right now, he's probably not in front of people. So it's not ideal. But let's just say time of day didn't matter. And I can make anyone pee their pants. Yeah. At all. Absolutely anyone. Uh, it would probably be Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> just because 
he's such a funny dude, right? He just kind of stands there. No, I know what you mean. He has, he seems to be emotionless. He's, he's, he's a robot. Rigid. He, he stands perfectly still. See, he's for the hours. last person I'd expect to be a lizard person. Cause he's not, he's not overdoing anything. Yeah. He's not trying to appear human. He's just a boring person. He's just boring. Yeah. And he just stands there. And so like, I feel like he wouldn't even notice, you know, <laughs> he would just be he standing there <laughs> and out of nowhere, he's just like in his head, you know, he's like, oh my, my legs are warm. Real warm. It's weird. Ooh, I got it. Yeah. I got a little tickle. Yeah. As everyone else is like not even noticing because it's Mike Pence. Because nobody sees no him. No one looks at him. <laughs> <laughs> Forever the wallflower. Yeah. But yeah. we would notice. We would see him next to, like, on stage with the, you know, coronavirus crew, mm-hmm. panic people, uh, you know, Fauci and whatnot. And right, right. Because he, he, he's standing there. He's been standing there every single night. Mm-hmm. No one notices him because nope. he's Mike Pence and you never notice Mike Pence. And we would notice. We would look and we would see his pants just fill with liquids as he just keeps his blank, half-dead face on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike Pence. Okay. Right now. Yeah. That'd be great. All right, that has been robots. Kind of, kind of fun that we ended on Mike Pence, who is probably a robot. Not a lizard person, but I there's potential <laughs> that he's a robot. Yeah, <laughs> he's a robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, that's the end of episode eight. That so. is. Here we go. Uh, I'd like to say this was a very clear, concise, and short episode, but uh, it was not. You, we this is the, like I said at the very beginning. This is the first episode that we actually did research prior to the episode. Well beforehand, like. By the time we were setting up the equipment, everything was far done, you mm-hmm. know? Normally, it's equipment set up, and then we're, like, panicking, like, fuck, 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 fuck. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? I need, I need notes. I need notes. Mm-hmm. And... We thought we'd... We literally thought we'd be done four hours ago. Yeah. And here we are. Yep. So... Because it was like, oh, wait, my stomach's empty. We haven't eaten anything. Let's not drink alcohol in an empty stomach. So then we ate and then like idiots, you know, we talked, chatted while we ate, lost track of time. Yep. Oh, time to record all that stuff. We got sidetracked pretty heavily a few times, mm-hmm. but you know, that's how it goes. Teach their own. I mean, this is about what time we would normally end and normally we would have started like two hours later. So, you know, yep. I don't feel as tired as I normally do. I feel okay. I'm definitely ready to go to bed. Oh, I'm going to go to sleep. It's, it's, it's time yeah. for Betty buys. It's, 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 it's bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, hey, yeah. before we get going, uh, I'm trying to make a, it a point to like encourage people to reach out to us every yeah. episode. So, um, yeah, we we're we're doing our best to state every time we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, you know, what would you like us to talk about? Um, we would love suggestions for the wheel. Um, you can reach out to us at our uh, Gmail which is three shots podcast at gmail.com. And that's three spelled out. Um, we have a, an Instagram account under three shots podcast, three spelled out. Uh, and you can reach us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, uh, three shots podcast. And this time it is the number three, just to keep you on your toes, <laughs> just to, just to make sure you're awake, you know? Yep. Uh, so yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Reach out Please positive, do. negative. We welcome it all. Yep. Especially um, the negative though. Just you saying. know what? Maybe, maybe dad, you know what? Maybe it's okay that we get a little from you also at this point. Cause um, I don't know. Are we not that desperate? No. Not yet? No. Okay. We'll give it another episode or we'll two. We'll give it a year or two. Oh, a year or two. Before we're desperate enough for that. For dad to be our only. Yeah. The only fan mail we, re- we receive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That'd be pretty brutal. All right. Honestly, dad, I, th- I say you just go for it. Mm, Mom, no. you too. 
don't know. Do it. But Reagan, on the other hand, hit us up. Always welcome. And Reagan, Piotr. Piotr, Germany person. Yeah, German, mystery German. Mm-hmm. You're also in. Yep. We also have mystery Canadian and mystery Mexican as well. There's someone in Mexico also listening. Someone in Mexico, someone in Ontario, Canada. I don't think I know anyone in Arkansas, but we've got a lot of... Got some Arkansas, got some Alabamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very surprising. Yeah, and really exciting. So yeah. thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. All right, I'll see you later. Later. Bye. Bye.